to the You Gotta Love Loves podcast. It is January 1st, 2019. I am Michelle, your host, and I'm here with my husband slash best friend slash co-host of this podcast. And your name is Sir. Hello, guys. It's Elliot Allen. How are you guys doing out there? How are you? Hey, now. So we're a husband and wife duo doing this podcast about love. The purpose of the You Gotta Love Love podcast is to bring more love and romance and light into the world. Um, It is not a surprise. It's not anything new if I say to you now that the world is a very negative place or that's how it comes out. A lot of negativity is in the world and I just really feel like I need to be one of the people um, to help bring some more light and positivity into the world. And in doing this, I thought about love because I love love. (laughs) So because I love love, I wanted to do a podcast about love. What do you think about that, hon? Well, it sounds great. You know, of course, you know, as you said, you know, we want to create um, positivity and create awareness to what the effects of you know love means, the effect of what it means to our family, what it affects um, does it have on just the growth and season our society today. Uh, we realize that uh, the lack of family is a critical part of the dysfunction of our society today. So. A critical part of building a family is love. You know, obviously love in marriage between a man and a woman, but it's also love um, that we have for our children. But that love does start and is ultimately created by the love that is uh, started by a husband and wife or whatever situation you're in with the man and the woman. Um, so that's uh, what I feel is, is critical to our society. And it's something that, you know, as my wife is stating, that it's something that, uh, is really, really going by the wayside. So we have an opportunity here to kind of get on and illuminate it and show um, that it is um, successful uh, relationships, successful love out there. We want to try to definitely produce, um, you know, different avenues to show you that. We want to first and foremost show it to you by us being on here on this podcast, and hopefully you guys can identify with a lot of the stuff that we're saying, and you can just uh, feel. Uh, the mutual feelings that we have between the two of us as we um, come along, as we talk. Um, Sometimes they say um, just the expression and the feeling is bigger than any words that we may express on here, just uh, the interaction that we have between the two of us. And we hope to also do that with uh, couples that we bring on. And we want to kind of show the different sides of love. Right. So, I mean, if you think about it, guys, when you turn on the news at night, like the first 10, 15 minutes are your your top stories. Are they ever really ever positive stories, those first 10 and 15 minutes? Let's think about that. Evaluate that in your mind. Um, For me, I'm going to say no. There are hardly ever any positive stories that first 15 minutes of a newscast. And when you do hear what they're telling you about during a newscast, I know for me, I sit there and I'm like, what the hell is going on in this world? And um, that was one of the reasons why I felt like I needed to do something. And I don't know, the idea of the podcast came up. And and my intent is to interview couples um, wherever they may be in this world um, and to hear their love story, whether that's how they met or how they were dating, um, you know, before they got married, um, maybe something going on in the marriage. You know, for all I know, someone could be married 50 years and they have something to tell me. You know, to say that the love and the romance and the spark is still there after 50 years, which would be great to hear. Um, Ellie and I have been married for 14 years this September 2019. Um, so we're de- compared to someone who's been married for 50 years, we're rookies in a sense. So to hear what advice they would give in terms of how they maintain their marriage would be an awesome blessing to 
to us as well as to anyone listening to the podcast. So that is the intent um, of it. Who who is Elliot and Michelle? Like, let's be real. Who who are these two people that's talking to us right now about love? Who are you? <laughs> Why do I need to listen to you? <laughs> well, essentially, um, by day I'm a registered nurse. Um, I'm mom. I'm wife. I'm daughter. I'm friend. I'm caregiver. Um, as a female, you know, we wear multiple hats, so I'm sure there's more hats that I'm not even naming, but I'm a little of everything. Um, like I said, Elliot and I have been married for 14 years. Um, we have our own love story, which will be a separate podcast in terms of how we met in, in our relationship. Um, but, babe, you tell them who you are. Um, well, she stated my name is Elliot Allen. You know, my profession, uh, <clears throat> my 9 to 5 is I am in law enforcement. <clears throat> but we have, uh, I am a father of two, uh, two boys. We do have great, great, great aspirations as a family. Uh, I, I am a man who is essentially uh, defined by family. That's why this uh, particular podcast is interesting to me. And, and, you know, where we go with that is going to be very interesting to me. I mean, I, I define myself as a family man that I live for my wife and I live for my children. And I try to base on the decisions that I make. Uh, on those things. So if you're essentially asking me who I am and the type of person that I am, uh, that's really in a nutshell who I am. I mean, those other things that we talk about, your nine to five that you go through, those are things that, you know, still, still define who I am from the standpoint of that's how I provide for my family um, to go to work every day and do that. However, of course, we all have outside interests and outside uh, narratives to our lives. And, uh, you know, one of my outside narratives is a movement that you will hear us talk a little bit about, actually probably a lot about, because some of it um, <laughs> co coincides with, you know, what we're doing, a lot of the projects that we're doing. Uh, and that's the mental condition and movement. Uh, it's a movement that's been uh, getting ready to enter its fifth year. We, I actually have a book uh, out in regards to mental conditioning, Life's GPS. Check it out. Uh, it's available on my website. Um, and your website is? Mental condition and movement. Dot com. All right, man. Uh, www .com. You can purchase the book from there. The book is also available on Amazon. Uh, so you can purchase it on there as well. If it's a little bit easier for you to purchase it there, you can certainly do that. But, you know, again, that's part of uh, what I believe uh, is critical uh, to who I am and, and, and it's critical to uh, the growth in our marriage and how I approach our marriage. You know, a, a, great, a great deal of it is from a mental uh, standpoint. So that's essentially a lot of how I define um, myself um, going forward. Uh, again, I, as Michelle stated, you know, we want to try to take a look at so many different aspects. It's kind of exciting to see the different um, avenues that we can go down. There's so much to dissect here. You know, We want to dissect it from uh, a male's perspective. We want to dissect it from a female uh, perspective on things. And I think it should be quite interesting um, sometimes to get idea of that. We can talk a little bit about, um, you know, Michelle mentioned earlier about the news and how we watch the news and how there's uh, so much negativity that we see within the first five, ten minutes uh, of a newscast. Uh, and that does affect us greatly mentally. And so we want to kind of take a look at how does that affect us mentally? How does that affect us mentally from the, the flow of society? What is society saying about men? What is society saying about women? What is society saying about marriage? What is society saying about relationships? 
What is society saying about uh, you know mothers and fathers staying together in relationships? All of this is very, very, very relevant uh, information that I think will be powerful if you just give us a chance and, and kind of listen to it and listen to you know different avenues that will go down and try to show you um, that you know this is also uh, not necessarily a fairy tale. Uh, we're going to hear right. some things sometimes that are not necessarily mushy, mushy stuff. You know, I'll share something briefly with you guys and that, you know, we're going to talk a lot about some of the projects and things that we do. And sometimes I find that when, especially for my wife and, my, and myself, when we start to talk about, you know, marital things, we've had, um, you know, uh, social gatherings and we, we, we kind of try to talk about this stuff. And we find that we have poor turnouts and, and I always investigate what's going on here. Why would we have a poor turnout? Uh, on certain things like that and what we're learning is that a lot of times people believe that if you see a, a couple together that everything's going to be all mushy and, and I don't know like you're going to be making out right there in, <laughs> front of, in, in front of them but the reality is that you know that's not reality of life you know it's a lot of hard work um, there's a lot of uh, dedication yeah. that work. yeah marriage is work so we want to try to also you know, provide it from that angle, from a more realistic angle, you know, and then I don't want people to believe that, you know, every day that we come home that we putting on Luther Vandross and, you know, we got a glass of wine. Which now, that drink. sounds nice. That sounds nice, but that's <laughs> not the reality of the situation where every day you're going to come home and that's, you know, what, what goes on. Frankly, that's, you know, not that often that you get a chance to do that once you have children and you're trying to manage your careers and things of that nature. So th that also goes into it. I, I want to make that point clear. That, like I said, when, this is not going to be a show where we're coming on here and, and, you know, we're going to have the quiet storm every night and playing slow jams. And, you know, that's not, you know, well, the reality of it. I will say I agree. I agree with you. That is definitely not realistic mm -hmm. that people are, are having candlelit dinners every night and playing with the band draws and all. Yeah, it's not. But at the same time, um, I know this podcast, my intention is not for it to be like the other podcasts or blogs out there, you know, you have a lot, you have enough of those out there, which is by um, maybe psychiatrists or um, social workers or relationship therapists or whatever. Um, Elliot and I are, are none of those. I am a nurse, but not in that sense of, um, you know, relationship counseling per se. But, you know, I would like to think maybe we can call ourselves marriage enthusiasts. You know, we, mm -hmm. we believe in marriage and um, want to uphold the sanctity of marriage and, and what marriage is. So I would say maybe we're marriage enthusiasts. But at the same time, I want this podcast to come off more of we're just going to focus on the happier end aspect of marriage. Understanding, understanding that it's not all happy times. So for podcasts where you need to deal with some of the not-so-happy times of marriages, whether it's someone going through a divorce, someone going through a really rough time, someone going through uh, cheating situations or mental health issues or abusive situations. We're not on that level. Um, but I want this podcast to focus more so on is the love story. Think about watching a, a love comedy uh, movie and how you feel when you come out of a, a romantic comedy movie or what they call rom-com. You know, for me, again, I'll only speak for me. Um, you know, when I finish a rom-com, I'm looking at my husband with, you know, like stars in my eyes. Like, oh, I love my guy and I'm just ready to love up on him. And I fall in love all over again, depending what's going on in the movie. And I want that feeling for whoever's listening. Understanding that 
this podcast may not be for everybody, and that's fine. We're not trying to be here for everybody, but at least give it a chance. And if it's not for you, no problem. But we're definitely here, and I'm sure we'll be touching somebody's heart somewhere in this world. So um, that is the intention of the podcast. Um, I pray you guys stay along with us for the journey. Um, this is our first podcast, so we're, we're learning how this goes. So be patient with us as we try to get it together um, for you guys. If you feel, you know, you have a love story that you want to share uh, between you and your partner, um, definitely email us and let us know. Um, and we can discuss, you know, you possibly being interviewed, um, whether you're here, we're in the New York area, so whether we meet in person or if we do it uh, virtually, depending where you are in the world compared to us, that's fine too. You can email me at mentalconditioningmovement at gmail.com. Um, just the way that it sounds and, and spells, mentalconditioningmovement at gmail.com. Um, and then we can, you know, discuss how to get the, get your love story on so you can make an impact on the world. You know, everyone has a story. So definitely, if we can share yours and bring some more light into this world, then that's what we're trying to do. Um, anything else you wanted to add on? No, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, again, to piggyback off of that, we, we just want to show, you know, that, as you said, you know, love is love. Mm-hmm. And we want to show the different aspects of love. And we want to <clears throat> be clear that there's so many different aspects of love um, that we can explore. And it's not always, just again, it's not always Luther Vandross. But guess what? Sometimes when you go through something, that's the real love that we want to see, uh-huh. that we can illuminate. So uh-huh. when we hear those stories from people that uh-huh. they're going to say like, you know what? Wow, that was really powerful that you came through that. Yes, agreed. You know, that's the agreed. part that we that I'm trying to show. Agreed. That, you know, I'm not trying to say that we, we want to focus on people's problems. We, we're not doctors. We're not going to be focusing on that. But we want to show the aspect of, wow, that was a powerful thing that they came through this particular issue. Mm-hmm. And they were able to, because of the love, get through it. Mm-hmm. Those are things that, you know, you want to highlight. Because I personally think that a lot of times, to me, that's more something that is a wow factor to me. When I'm listening to somebody's story uh, and they tell me certain things that, like, this is what was happening. You know, we was having tremendous, just even an example, we were having tremendous financial difficulties and we were on the verge of losing our house and we were fighting about it. But we come through it, mm-hmm. however the way you however came way. through it. However way you came through mm-hmm. it. You know, that's something to me that needs to be stated. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think, you know, a good part, part of this show would illustrate, this podcast would illustrate stories like that along with you know of course the romantic story i'm not trying to take anything away from that we're going to talk about that too because i'm not trying to say that that's not never part of it that should be part of it we actually have some events that we do that we try to bring that out so Mm -hmm. uh, i'm not trying to say that that's not a factor but i just want people to understand because i think that's where we go wrong Mm -hmm. uh, in society where people kind of get it they they only think it could be one way or the other Mm -hmm. either it's going to be we're listening to Luther Vandross every night, or we're fighting, and if we're fighting, we're getting a divorce. Oh, right, right, that's right. not correct. No, that's no. not correct. You know, there's, there's a lot more to it. There's, yeah, we do Luther Vandross, but at the same time, we get into it, and we have disagreements about this, and it gets to be tough. Right. But that's the part to me that's very, 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 to me, romantic about it, that, you know what? We was never, th- divorce was never in our mind. Right. We knew this was an issue that we were having that, we have to figure out a way to get through it, and the commitment that we have. Sometimes other people will look at that like, "You, you went through that. 
Yeah, and this is normal to us because we're committed to this relationship. To me, that's when you talk about love is love, that's love. To be able to show we went through this particular situation and it just never came up that we were not going to be together. It was a tough situation. We knew we had to get through it. That illustrates to me the real deal uh, reality. When I said when I said earlier that love is not a, a fairy tale, it, that's the reality of it, and that's the part that I want people to see when you're talking about this stuff. Because mm-hmm. again, what happens is a lot of people feel in their mind, "Oh, you're only talking about Luther Vandross, Freddie Jackson." You know, you're only talking about that, and I don't feel that. I don't have that at home with my significant other, so we must not be in love. That's not true. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Everyone's mm-hmm. version of love is different. Mm-hmm. You're right. Very true. So that's what true. you know. we want to try to show and bring out to the table. Because like I said, I'm always careful about you know showing one aspect of anything. Because we're different people. And if you start putting people in that hole to say, like, oh, this couple's in love, look at them. When they go home, they're having hot burning sex every night or whatever the case may be. You're saying... But we ain't doing that. So we must not be in love. That's no that's not true. You know, that's not necessarily true. For you it may be listen, for me, I love to come home and we like to watch a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah. movie you like to watch. For us that's hot burning, whatever it is. <laughs> you understand? Or maybe your lifestyle doesn't necessarily you'd like to maybe do that, but you're not getting around to doing it. Does that mean that you don't have love? No, no. that doesn't mean that. And that's the part that I think it's important to try to bring out. Right. And and also maybe at the same time, some of these stories might have you reflect on your relationship and saying, you know, we're not doing anything to show each other the love that we have for each other. We need to do something. Not to say you need to do exactly what the person is um, in the interview is telling you, whether it's us or whoever we're interviewing, but you know what that is for you. So if it's for you, like, you know what, I'm going to go home today. I'm going to um, go for a walk with the wife. We're just going to walk in the neighborhood and talk. That's something. That counts. Okay? It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. You don't have to go and make a reservation for the best restaurant in the city and, and, and take her out that night. It doesn't even have to be that extreme. It really can be, you know what, let me show her how much I appreciate her. Whether it's, you know, we'll go for the walk in the neighborhood or we'll walk in the park. Or let me stop here at the store real quick and get a bouquet of flowers and bring home Something little like that, for, for speaking for me, goes a long way. So, you know, with these interviews, maybe it'll also help check you and check your relationship and go, you know what, I do need to put a little bit more into this right now. That's, that's a good reminder. We all need to be reminded. Life is busy. Life is busy, 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 especially when you have kids and a career and parents calling you or aging relatives calling you or siblings calling you. It's busy. So if we need to be reminded every once in a while, like, oh, I'm slacking here. Let me pick back up where I, I need to be. And that can go for the female or the male. I'm not trying to say it's just the guys that slack, never that. It can go both ways. But that's a good reminder. I agree. Mm-hmm. And, and as you say that, I'm thinking a little bit about, I, as you guys get to know us, I'm a music lover. Mm. And I was listening today, um, uh, one of my favorite artists, He's unsung, but he's a tremendous artist. One of my favorite artists is Anthony Hamilton. And I was listening to Anthony. Anybody who knows this guy's down South North Carolina boy can get it in. And I was listening to him doing, uh, he was doing a little small live concert. And he was talking about, you know, the songs as he sang them. 
And one of the songs that he has, if you're familiar with Anthony Hamilton, is one of his hits. is a song called Cool. And he said he wrote the song because he wrote the song uh, when there was kind of like a recession. We was having a lot of trouble uh, in the country with people getting laid off mm -hmm. and, and a lot of uh, unemployment and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. He said, I wrote the song because, you know, you want to understand that you don't have to have a lot of money to have a good time. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a big meal to fill up your belly. Not at all. You know what I mean? I'm cool. If you're cool, then I'm cool. That's what the song's that's about? That's what the song is about. Oh, you know, I didn't really know, didn't that, know that today <laughs> until I heard that. And I was like, damn, that's that's deep. Oh, you know what I mean? I like that song. Yeah, that's a good song. Like I said, and, and of course, he tore it up after that when he sung it. But then he <laughs> talked about why he wrote that song. And I'm like, that's really powerful. You know, I would suggest anybody go on YouTube and check that performance out by him. It's NPR. He put an NPR live performance. He was doing a library. It was crazy. Uh, he sung about four songs and he killed it. Mm. I do diverse the music a lot of times, so... Uh, yeah, forgive me with that, loves, loves uh, but uh, like I said, I, that as you were saying that, I, that, that reminded me of what he said. That you know what, sometimes it's not about you know having all the money in the world, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to have a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, we can have a good time by just getting in. Like my wife said, maybe we don't even have a car, but you know what, let's just put on our walking shoes and let's go for a walk and and, and talk and look walk at the sights or whatever the mm -hmm. case may be. Uh, you know, you don't may not have the money to go to the best best steak place in town but white castles is always available you know what i mean you know you'll get a milkshake or something like that you know it doesn't take a whole lot go to the chinese store and get a, a thing of french fries in one container and share it together right. really really simple yeah. things sometimes yeah. you know make you all cool right. as anthony hamilton can say and this is again what we're trying to il illustrate you know a lot of times uh, what we try to illustrate on this podcast that you know, simplify things sometimes when you first start dating. A lot of things are just simple. But, you know, we start to complicate things and, and try to overdo it. We want to make things a lot of you times think simple. things are simple when you start dating? Of course it is. I feel like we go extra when we're dating. Not really. I think it's, think it's, so. it's fairly uh, simple. You're willing to go out. Let's be honest. The reason why it's simple is because you're willing to, you're willing to forego what you like. So if you're willing to go out with somebody and the guy says, look, I... I I want to go see Friday the 13th, the movie, the, the horror movie. Mm -hmm. You may be somebody like, I don't really like to see horror sure movies. Don't. But if you like the dude and he's all excited about it, more than likely you're going to go. Whereas once you're married, I know I can't ask you to go see Friday the <laughs> sure 13th. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, and it's vice versa. You know, it's vice versa. We do things in the beginning that we really don't want to do. Mm -hmm. But because we're excited to see that person and we, we want the person to like us, right. it becomes more simplified. But now it's more complicated because you're more like, I'm not doing that. I don't like to do that, period. I'm not doing that. So mm -hmm. that's why I think it gets a little bit more complicated later on as opposed to in the beginning. It's easier. You know what I mean? You're willing to believe whatever the person is telling you. Right. Anthony Hamilton's, again, I piggy bank on that. The guy may not have a lot of money in his pocket. But he's going to pretend like he got a lot of money. So the money issue is off the table now. I'm broke. But on this particular night for the next two hours, I'm going to... Pretend like I got money. I'm going to plan it out so it, that things are a lot more simpler. But once you get married, you can't fake it no more. Well, hopefully you're not faking it before you get married. It's not about faking it, but it's just about... Well, I'm saying, you know, I mean, the, the truth will come out before you uh, get married. Because, agreed, in the beginning, we all put on our best everything. Of course. Our best face, our yeah. best, best of everything. Mm -hmm. But once you get comfortable with one another and you've been with the, one another long enough, your, your true self... It depends. Mm. It depends. Mm. It depends because some mm. people... Uh, stay traditionally like dating. That's why it, it was a lot 
because a lot of media where you're talking about there's a big difference between dating somebody and getting married or even True. moving in with them. True. You're going to see some things True. that you can't hide. If you're not <laughs> living with the person, you can naturally pretty much hide. Like, I'm pretty much, every month I live check to check and, and, and I usually got to borrow, you know, a hundred bucks every, every week from my homeboy. You, you know what I mean? You can hide that right. if you're not living with the person or you're not married. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even so much necessarily about hiding. That's not necessarily something that, why would I tell you that? Mm-hmm. If we're dating, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, yo, I had to go to Greg and, and ask him for 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's not At that point, that's not really a business. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell you that. Mm-hmm. But of course, now once we're married, that's, you know, on the table for you. You know, I would hope that would come out before we get to the point of marriage because... That's not fair to the other person, be it male, female, whoever. It's not fair to the other person to come into the marriage thinking one thing. What? Who said that? Yolanda said that when she did her presentation. The mm-hmm. imposter. Yes. You're coming in as an imposter. And that's not good for any relationship. So especially when you hit the point of marriage. Because it's like, wait a minute. I married person A and you're showing me person Q. Who's this? Not necessarily when it comes to money. Because the guy, or the, I'm the guy, so I'm going to say, mm-hmm. the guy in his mind is like, I make it work. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't. I do make it work. Mm-hmm. I did take you where I told you I was going to take you. Mm-hmm. I do. I make it work. Mm-hmm. But I have to go through a lot of things to make it work. I'm not going to necessarily, if you're dating somebody, you're not going to necessarily share those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just a natural, I, I don't necessarily think that, that the person is faking it, but... I have to go through certain things to get, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Whereas now when we get married, you're going to be a little bit more exposed to the things that I have to do to get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's not normal. I don't think it's normal that I would share with someone that, yeah, I usually, I, you know, at some point I go to my home, my, my friends to borrow cash. I'm not, that's not something I think I would necessarily volunteer that information. If it came up, maybe, but at the same time, I don't really see why it would come up. Why are you saying that? Just because you're dating? If you're is, it, da- is it the term dating? How do you how do you how do you define dating? We're not we're not living together, but mm-hmm. we call each other on the phone. Hey, baby, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna go to movie Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And that's we're dating. How is there a time period for dating? No, we to me you date pretty much right up until you get married. Mm-hmm. Unless it's it's different when you live with the person. Mm-hmm. This opens up a whole nother can of worms. A religion, <laughs> or, you know, religion comes into play, and right. I understand that way. Right. You know, living with people before marriage. Right. You know we what I mean? That That's issue. a whole nother, right. a whole nother area there. But when you're not living with someone, it's different. It's just different because it's like I'm handling my business uh, on my own. Now, if I have to come to, if 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 you get to the point in a relationship where you feel comfortable going to the person that you're dating and be like, listen, babe. I need a hundred dollars. Can you lend that to me? Mm-hmm. That would be appropriate, I guess, if you really feel like we're getting ready to graduate into a next level, a next level, mm-hmm. or you know, of um, marriage. To me, that's have to be like marriage, where we're really talking about getting married. You know, but a guy, I'm not a lot of people in general, not just a guy thing. I think that people in general kind of steer clear of doing that because now, if we're not married and we start that process of, I ask him for a hundred bucks. People are funny. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes another realm of what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, you know, we watch people's court. My mother loves <laughs> you. Know, and people with the blending of the mind. I'm personally, my personal experience is that I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. If we cool, we together, even from a friend's standpoint, yo, you need, here, here. 
You know, hundred bucks. Yeah, take the money. You know what I mean? Whatever. If you give it back to me, whatever. You know, I'm not that type of person to be like, oh, yo, I I gave you, you know, a hundred bucks. Now we not together. That's that's crazy to me. But a lot of people are like that. Yeah. That you know, they start taking notes. Oh, I gave you a hundred dollars last month, (laughs) and that adds an element to the relationship. That's a problem. Right. You know, for most people, so you don't really necessarily want to even go there, and you can understand why people don't want to go there if we're dating. Mm-hmm. But I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a fine line because you don't want to make it to where it's like, well, now we got married, and you know, you're not you. I don't want to say you're not you. It's not necessarily well, that. You're not you, but you haven't told me everything. See, when I marry you, I should know everything. I, I should know. pretty much know everything before getting into a marriage, legally and spiritually. I understand that, but when we we're sticking to the theme of, like I said, a financial situation, when you get married to the guy, it's the guy still may not come to you and ask you for money. Mm-hmm. But it's just that now you're going to see how he got the money, and I and I realize I I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That could be a problem for some people. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to be like, oh, I didn't realize that you know right. you was having to get borrow money from your mother, mm-hmm. and that's. And that could be a problem, but right. at the same time, if we're date, I don't necessarily think that that is. Dece- if the shoe was on the other foot, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily feel that you was being deceitful because at the same time, you come up with what you're supposed to come up with. Well, you know, I guess it would just depend on what the topic is. Maybe uh, that's what it is. within money. That's why I said uh, we're talking about yeah, that money, fair enough, fair money enough. situation. Fair I mean, we can put some other stuff on the table and, and examine that. Mm-hmm. But if we talking about it from the standpoint, like I said, of, of cash situation, mm. you know, I, I can't say that I would feel deceived by that because you you do you do what you have to do to get what you have to get, right. and it doesn't change when you got when you got married. Yeah, I still do what I got to do, but it's just that now you see how I'm doing it. Hopefully it's We're nothing just, illegal. Right, I was just going to say, I'm no. praying it's illegal. No, but I'm, I'm saying that <laughs> maybe, again, you're someone that leans on your parents mm. to get to get money. That can be a problem because, you know, the, the other person may be like, I don't really like you going to your mom's, asking her for, you know, your half of the rent or the more, whatever. Right. I understand that, you know what I mean? So that can be problematic later on. Right, right. But at the same time, I can't necessarily say that I would fault the other person for being upset with... That's the way you did it before we was married. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? I, I agree with you. Maybe at some point, if you know for sure, we definitely get married, we may want to open up the books and see, like, how do you know, how are we looking? How do you pay your bills? Right. This is how I pay my bills. Right. That part, I, I, would, I would agree with important. that. But, that's important. But the, this conversation started because you said, is it simpler? You know, you asked, do, you, do I believe it's simpler when you are in the early dating stage? And absolutely it is because, like I said, those are the those are the factors that are not a, a non factor. Mm. And when you first started the day, I don't care how you get how you take me out if you're a female. You know, I don't, I don't care how you. <laughs> I want to go to Las Vegas. I don't care how you got the money to take me to Las Vegas. He took me. <laughs> right. If he got if he got the money from his mom's, do you care? Yeah, no. No. Who cares? You know, he took me to Las Vegas. I don't want to know about that. You know, when you when you're in the early stages. Now, granted, of course, now when you're married. That's not necessary. I don't want to hear necessarily. If you're married, you don't want to be like, "Yeah, mommy sent us to Las Vegas." We, you know, right. we're married, right? Unless that's her honeymoon. No, no, I understand. No, I'm talking about just a normal trip, a regular trip, yeah. right? You know, nobody wants to hear necessarily that that you know the mom, mommy, or daddy is contributing to just a regular trip. You know, right, you kind right, of be right. like, "I don't," you know, that's awkward. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So those are the some of the things that you know we can 
we'll be able to get into and discuss. And as you can see, there's so many different aspects to the game. Uh, like I said, uh, of marriage. I shouldn't use that term, the game, but just so many aspects of, you know, love. And we want to really show um, that uh, it is a reality thing. The fact that love is really truly out there. But we yeah. want to just show it, I think, to me, it is important to show it in all of its different lights. Uh, that, I think that's a big issue in, the, in our society today. It gets a little bit construed in that people, you know, only see it, uh, you know, in a certain fairy tale type of light. Mm -hmm. And if it's not that, then that's why I think people give up a lot of time because they're like, hey, man, I'm not feeling, you know, just, I'm not coming home and the music is not playing every night and bubbly and you know, the, the, the bubble bath. You know, I'm not saying that that can't happen. Right. But I'm just saying that there's other aspects that a lot of times are even stronger. You know, the bonds mm -hmm. that, you know, come through even stronger when you go through, quite frankly, you know, adversities and, and you come through it and you come through those challenges. To me, that's what really true love is about, uh, being able to go through those things and understand how do we figure out how to get this money together. I mean, we just finished talking about financial situation. How do we figure out how to, you know, financially come up with the mortgage every month? Mm -hmm. How do we figure out how to raise these children? How do we figure out, you know, our uh, employment situations or all these type of things to me? And that's what hopefully we get an opportunity to show here. That's really, really, really the foundation of building relationships and love. The other stuff is great and we need it. Um, but the real foundation of building relationships and love is understanding that it's about combining the lives and going through the challenges and storms in life and coming through them. That together. build together. Mm -hmm. That builds the character way stronger. Let me be clear. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a human being. I love physical activity, sexual activity, <laughs> sex. Um, you know, of course. But at the end of the day, what really builds the character and the foundation of relationships and marriage is, and love is sometimes, you know, adversity and being able to come to, through those things um, together. That's really the foundation of why you would say, like, you know, if you think about it, it, it kind of goes back to what you asked a few minutes ago. You think mm -hmm. about it say, well, why would you, why are you, why are you in a marriage? I don't care what type of sex you're having. That's never going to be the answer to a marriage. It's more maybe than early, that. like you said again, no. early on when you're dating somebody, maybe somebody can be like, this guy's yeah. got genitals the size of, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And I, and you want to keep enjoying that. Or the male may be saying, this girl can move in ways in bed that I, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and you want to enjoy that. But, you know, very, very quickly, that's not something right. that, you know, if you got 15, 16 20 years in a marriage, that's not something that's going to keep you no. <laughs> in, in that marriage. That. You know, that's way not gonna, so you're that. not going to be saying, well, why are you, how you kept it in the marriage for 15 years? Nobody's going to tell you it's the size of their husband's genitals and no man going to tell you it's the way my wife moves in bed. That's not, you can enjoy those things and certainly they are quite enjoyable, but that's not <laughs> something that you're going to be saying that kept me here for 15 years. That's not, yeah. you know, that's, that is not the reality or, you know, the romantic, and, and I'm, trust me when I tell you, again, I'm a music aficionado. I love my music yes, and yeah. I do think that that brings such an element aphrodisiac to love. But that's, again, not something that's going to say, 
I'm with my wife because she loves Luther Vandross as much as I do. Mm-hmm. That's not the reality of what's going to really produce uh, meaningful love is love. So, um, it's just a little taste of what, you know, I think you guys are going to be in store for in the future. Uh, so we get different people on, different guests on, right. and we're going to explore so many different right. avenues. And, and you know, we'll evolve as we go. And we'll evolve as we go. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get into a situation where we have people writing in questions and things of that nature, um, you know, to give us different content to talk about and discuss. Because this is a lot of area of discussion here that needs to be uh, brought out. And, and I think that if we can get people to... And this goes back to the mental condition, the part to open up your minds um, to really explore you know, why uh, we struggle so much in today's society with relationships, and why do we feel the need? Why does my wife feel the need to, you know, want to do a podcast as such? You know, it's a great thing that we're doing, but at the same time, it really is a head scratcher that we would feel that we need to do this mm. in today's society. And quite frankly, this is not. She's done. She's doing this, and it's not something that she just thought of. We've been exploring this, and different avenues, mm-hmm. and that's kind of really. I, I would, you know, she can speak for herself on it, but that's kind of where I think it comes from because we get very, as I stated earlier, uh, you know, light turnout, and and people don't want to really participate in these discussions, and really cause us both to kind of scratch our heads as to hmm, what's up with that. What's so, going on? You know, so this is kind of an area that you know we want to try to take a look at. Um, going forward in the future and hopefully you guys will stay with us as we go through the journey of you know adding more people adding our listeners and, and with different thoughts and ideas and mm-hmm. interjections as to what we're going to be doing right. as we look to close today alright so that is I think a good way to end up on episode one of You Gotta Love Love so thank you guys for joining us um the next episode, I think these first couple episodes, I feel like are going to be more foundational type of episodes before we bring in um, other couples to interview. But um, in the meanwhile, the next episode, I think, is going to be our love story. And I love our love story. So I'm excited to do that one. Um, here, his version of it now, 14 years in, and then my version, <laughs> 14 years in. But our, our love story. And um, you kind of get to know us a little bit better as well. All right, so till next week, y'all be blessed. Talk to you soon. Mm.